Well, greetings all of our family and friends. This is the senior pastor of This Rock International, Apostle Nathaniel Leon. I'm excited to join you today on our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. We're grateful for what the Lord is doing and yet about to do. Uh, there has been a release already. We are still in the Pentecost season celebrating what God did this past Sunday, the miracles, the signs, the wonders, and the testimonies, I believe are going to continue to be coming in. So if you were touched this weekend, I'm going to ask you to share that I've got uh, just another day or so before we're back with you for this weekend. It's going to be an amazing uh, first Sunday of June. The fire of God is going to fall. I can't wait to be with you back home in, in, in the Inland Empire at This Rock International. But I want to join uh, and bring the word of the Lord today. We're going to be talking about, again, this Pentecost season and the freedom that comes from the fire of the Holy Ghost. That when that power begins to hit, that miracle working, glory begins to come. People begin to be changed. So again, those of you joining in, I'm going to ask you, if you would, to do that work of the evangelist to share the broadcast to like the broadcast let somebody know we're on if you've been impacted i'm gonna ask you to do that and all of my friends all of my kingdom covenant family ministers friends members of the church partners in the kingdom the lord bless you again i'm still on assignment i'm making my way back into the country but i want to bless you with this recording we made and i believe it's going to be an on-time word for you for your house and for the kingdom uh, that is being established in our hearts and in our lives. So let's start with a brief word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I ask you, open up the eyes of our understanding, illuminate and revelate truth and wisdom and power. Minister to your people goodness and mercy and cause the abounding grace of your spirit to come upon your sons and daughters. Reveal illuminate make clear what you've determined in this season and in this hour open up the eyes of our spirit and cause goodness and mercy to abound i ask you now for glory and miracles to accompany the teaching and preaching of your word and cause the word of truth to minister to the heart of your people this i pray according to your word and according to your promise in jesus mighty mighty name somebody that agrees say amen and amen we're going to the book of Romans chapter number 8 verse 21 this is our key verse for today it's found uh, again Romans chapter 8 verse 21 the scripture tells us because the creation itself everything created shall be delivered remember everything that exists must be delivered Whenever God allows creation to form, earth, moon, stars, systems of this world, education, government, mountains, property, land, vehicles, people, whatever has been created, the Bible says was made by him and for him. According to the book of Colossians, whatever exists was made by him and for him. He brought it into existence. Now the devil wants to contaminate and use it for evil. But God says every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord of all to the glory of, of the Father of things in heaven, of things on earth, and of things under the earth. So God is going to get the glory. Creation itself. Remember creation has a self the Bible tells us Isaiah 54 that trees can clap and mountains can sing there's sound waves and everything created and we're grateful for that and I believe creation itself shall be set free delivered made whole bondages removed from the bondage of corruption now again bondage is slavery 
and slavery comes when wrong leadership is in position. I say it before and I'm going to keep saying it as long as the wrong people are in the right positions, bondage comes because of corruption. Bribery, one word for corruption is bribery. And the devil doesn't like people he cannot bribe or intimidate. But I want to tell you, there is an army who will overcome the beast, the spirit of this age, the, the, the harlot that is prophesied in the book of Revelation that sits on the mountains of influence, that the kings of the world are drunken with the wine of her fornication and have eaten from her delicacies. But not everyone can be paid for. Not everyone can be bought. Not everyone is intimidated by the powers of evil. There are a radical remnant who are going to overcome them by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony because they love not their life unto death. They're willing to stand and to fight and they won't bow their knee like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They won't compromise their prayer life like Daniel. They'll stand and hold to the word like Joshua and they're, they're going to tear down walls of, of, of demonic forces like Jericho. They're like Joseph who's going through pits and prisons and part of his house. But ultimately, they've got to go to the palace they're like Esther Esther is a little Hebrew girl but she's been anointed and appointed for the kingdom for such a time as this appointed to take a replacement you see I declare this is the season of the replacement those that could not hear or would not hear those that would not obey or could not obey are about to be re re there's going to be a replacement where do you find that the Bible says Vashti was called by the king and Vashti, the beautiful queen, would not respond to the call of her king. And the Bible says because of this disregard that her queen authority was taken from her and given to another. I declare the replacements are coming. There are men and women in the earth that are going to rise up and take possession of things that God is raising up the valley and he's bringing down the mountain. God is making the crooked way straight and the rough place smooth. God is causing the bars of brass and the gates of iron, the roadblocks to remove out of the way of the people of God. And there will be inheritance, houses we did not have to build and wells we did not have to dig and vineyards we did not have to plant. God give us understanding of what it is we're doing and how it is we're called to move forward. I ask you for the anointing of the spirit of grace to come upon those listening under the sound of my voice for he's taking from Saul and he's putting it into the hands of David. The kingdom is being ripped out of the hands of Saul and being transferred into the, into the glorious kingdom of the sons and daughters of God because there are Davids being processed. Are you hearing me? Creation shall be delivered from the bondage of pollution, the bondage of corruption, the bondage of compromise. And we're watching it. Everywhere you look, you're seeing corruption. You're seeing people bought and paid for. Insecure leadership, insecure governors and prime ministers and, and, and bribery taking place in churches, in, in government, in mayors, in, in states, in, in prime ministers' offices. But I prophesy there is a remnant who are about to come that are called the sons of God and they will bring glory that looses liberty. The Bible calls it glorious liberty. When glory comes, chains are broken. 
When glory comes, bondages are removed. When glory comes, the, 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 the David can defeat the Goliath. When glory comes, the Moses can shut down Egypt. When the glory comes, the, 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 the people walking around the wall can knock down the walls of Jericho. Joshua can knock down walls. When the glory comes, the sword of Gideon causes 300 to slay more than 100,000. When the glory comes, God makes a 1,000 one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand and three can chase a hundred thousand and four can chase a million and five can chase ten million and six can chase a, a hundred million and seven can chase a billion every time we come together and we're trained and we're equipped and we're appointed we can chase thousands why because there is a remnant who are called the sons of God they've been identified with their father they're going through process and development and growth and matriculation we've been training in the cave we've been training for reigning we've been going through trial tribulation going through birthing pains going through but we're determining to overcome we're determined to check our attitude we're determined to submit to right leadership we're determining to keep on keeping the covenant we're determining to bring our body and our mind under subjection because the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak but I declare there are those who will mortify the deeds of the flesh and they will walk in the spirit they will walk as mighty men and women of God there is something called the glorious freedom of the children of God and that freedom is causing what was in the hands of the wicked to come to the hands of the righteous that freedom that glory is causing houses you did not have to build property you did not have to pay for land you did not have to earn by the sweat of your brow there's something called inheritance and the wealth of the wicked is about to come upon the righteous the wealth of the wicked is going to be transferred how will it come according to proverbs the bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children's children and the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous how do we uh, how do we receive that wealth Success comes through succession. I'm going to say this again. Success comes through succession. Succession is lineage, heritage. Succession is what was before you, preparing away from what comes after you. That you shouldn't have to work for everything you got. There's some things you're supposed to inherit. There's some things you're not supposed to be taught only. You're supposed to be caught. There's something that you can't do for yourself. For the Bible says, this is what the scripture says, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. It's laid up for the just. That's found in the book of Proverbs chapter 13, verse number 22. Proverbs 13, 22 tells us a good man, a righteous man leaves inheritance. Now inheritance is not just money. Though it could be land, it could be property. Inheritance is spiritual it's financial, it's emotional, it's heritage. And there is an inheritance that comes from a man who's been transformed. I decree by a woman who's been changed. I declare you are that good man. You are that good woman of God. And you're leaving an inheritance for your children's children's children. And as you walk in succession, now wealth that is in the hand of sinners, verse 22, the wealth that is in the hand of the unbeliever, the influence, the power, the property, the land, the, 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 the decision-making authority. You see, it's not enough just to say we're heads and not tails. Wow, isn't that wonderful? Doesn't Deuteronomy 28 say I'm the head, I'm not the tail? 
Praise the Lord. Doesn't it say I'm the lender and not the borrower? Praise the Lord. Doesn't it say I'm blessed going in and blessed going out? Wonderful. But how do you see this ever effective unless you move into inheritance? And inheritance deals with lineage and success through succession or lineage that is passed on. God, remind you, is not the God of Abraham, nor of the God of Isaac, nor of the God of Jacob singularly. He is the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. There is a lineage. There is a succession. There is a lineage that comes down from the head to the body. And God will not deal with Isaac except you honor Abraham. And God will not deal with Jacob except you honor Isaac. And there is a law and there is a principle that certain things will never happen in and for us until we get connected and stay connected to the right voice, the right sound. And once we do move in succession and inheritance, what's in the hand of the sinner moves to the hand of the just what's in the hand of the wicked moves easily God can send you provision God can send you healing God can send you miracles God can get you bread from heaven water out of rocks God can cause walls of Jericho to fall down flat and you walk over on dry ground God can cause oceans to open and you to walk over uh, like I said on dry ground God can cause the supernatural to become natural it's never been a problem for God to send you gold out of the mouth of a fish it's never been a problem for God to bring home a prodigal son to put a marriage back together that thing's easy for God what is hard for God a will mind a teachable spirit a hungry heart that's searching for God that is submitted to the will of God that dies to their own ambitions and their own perspectives and pursuits of self-will that the heart that says with their lips but their heart is far from you have you ever talked to somebody whose mouth was with you but you could know the heart was far from you, that they're telling you what you want to hear, but in their heart, their heart is distant. They're giving you lip service. They're telling you the right thing with their mouth, but you can look through the window of their heart and their heart is far from you. They've disconnected from you. They've disjointed from you. I'm not just talking about pastors. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about all kinds of covenant, but I want to prophesy there is a radical remnant who are, are, are moving in a grace to discern that in order for me to go forward, I've got to go backwards. In order for me to move and advance in the kingdom, what's on me and what's before me is the key to what's coming in front of me. And I declare what came before me. I declare who came before me. I declare the succession and lineage is going to cause the glory of the Lord to produce liberty and freedom and deliverance and miracles that it may seem impossible that it may seem like there's nothing that can be done it may seem like you're outnumbered it may seem like the enemy is going to come in on every side but I prophesy there are more with you than there are against you and sometimes you can only see the enemies of Assyria the Bible says the prophet of God was hearing the secrets of the bedchambers of the enemy. And because of this, there was an assault launched on the true prophets of God. Right now, true men and women of God are under assault. They're under attack. The enemy has launched hordes of hell literal war against them because they've heard the secrets of the king's bedchambers. Not everyone can hear those secrets, but there are a remnant that can hear the word of the Lord. Not just your name, 
not just your address where you live what is the word of God what is the anointing of, of the sons of Issachar to know the seasons and the time and what we ought to do in the name of the Lord how can we know this how can we operate in this you can know this power and operate in this authority when you know the mind of the spirit for who has known the mind of the spirit of a man save the spirit of a man and who's known the mind of God save the spirit of God you got the Holy Ghost and eye hasn't seen ear hasn't heard the heart of man hasn't understood what God has in store for those that love him God wants to make it revealed by his spirit yea the deep things of God I want to encourage you listening you're under the sound of my voice the odds may be stacked against you the enemies may have surrounded you but I declare as you get with the right one I hear this again the Bible says the servant of the prophet went outside. He saw the surrounding enemies. There were enemies surrounding him. Chariots, soldiers, horsemen saw the spears, spears and the swords and the bows and the arrows and fear gripped the heart of that servant. He went into the prophet of God and said, prophet, we're surrounded. Imagine that. Imagine outside and they were coming to take you. Imagine military force. He went inside full of terror. The prophet didn't go into prayer. He lived in prayer. The prophet didn't need to get a word. He was living in God's word. And all he said is, Lord, open his eyes. That means he was looking through the wrong lens. And this is the problem around us. We are looking through the wrong lens. Sometimes as servants of prophets, as people connected, I'm not just talking about leadership. The right man or woman around you has a lens to give you. Just because you're wounded or offended or frustrated or just because you may be too familiar with what God gave you, you're looking through the wrong lens. And because of that wrong lens perspective, you're, you're looking like the prey and the enemy's the predator. We're feeling like we're being chased and the enemy's chasing us. But I want to prophesy when you see what God sees and when God hears the prayer of the right leader over your life. I don't know who this is for. The right covering over your life. The right pastor over your life. The right apostle. When he hears the prayer, you're going to see what the prophet sees. Before long, there will be one vision. And the Bible says God opened the eyes of the servant. And the Bible says he began to see what the prophet saw. And the scripture tells us that he said there are more with us than there are against us. See, the, the prophet was aware of the spirit not the natural and the natural didn't phase him because his eyes were on the heavenly gaze and the bible says the servant went outside and he saw the chariots of fire and you read it according to the book of kings that these angels of fire were surrounding the prophet of god they were surrounding faith not fear they weren't surrounding the servant didn't mean god didn't love the servant and the servant didn't have a place fear doesn't attract god faith does Fear does, frustration doesn't attract God, peace does. Order attracts the spirit. I don't know where this word is coming from, but I need you to hear me about the spirit. You've got to see what God's in. And immediately when the servant saw what the, what the prophet saw, the Bible says the devil went blind. All of the enemies went blind. And these mighty soldiers that had weapons and horses, everyone went blind. And when you see what God sees, the devil got to go blind. I declare that there's a glorious liberty. God is about to fight for you. God is about to strengthen you. God is about to revive you. God is about to show you what he sees because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God, the children of God, that the offspring of God, the heirs of God, 
joint heirs with Jesus, men and women who've moved to maturity. Here's what Galatians 4 verse 1 says, that the heir, the inheritor, if you're, if you're a Jesus man, if you've been saved in Holy Ghost field, then you're, you're an heir of God and you're joint heirs with Jesus according to the book of Romans. But the Bible says, I say that the heir, the inheritor, as long as he is immature, as he is a child, is no different from a slave, even though he's Lord of all. So what is missing here? Not the inheritance, not the promise, not the miracles, the knowledge, the understanding, the wisdom, the counsel, the revelation, the truth. And God wants to grant you this truth. And some of this truth, the Holy Ghost will teach you. Amen. And some of this truth, the Holy Ghost will reserve to you honor who God sent you in the earth. I feel that strong. I don't know who this is for, but there are certain things and people that were sent into the earth with an assignment. And I'll say this, the best way I can put that, the window for you to go through their door is passing. When I see prophets of God, real, I'm not talking about these prophet lies, these ones who are after your bank account, these ones who are glitz and glimmer and fake. And f I'm talking not just people who can tell you your name by a, a familiar spirit, but that know the Holy Ghost, that operate in integrity, purity, who don't break covenant, who haven't divorced their wife, who aren't looking, aren't sleeping with people in the, in the front row, who walk in purity, who are covenant keepers that you can track their record for 20, 30 years. They're not, I'm talking about real men, that when these real men come along, they are doors to destiny. They are upward. Jesus was a door. And everyone, he said, apostles and prophets are foundation. And Jesus is the chief foundation. Those foundations are to build and go beyond. You stand on foundation and you go higher. They're not the destination. They're a way to a greater realm, a greater dimension. And what we've done is we've treated in common what God calls holy. And those moments are shifting. That's the best way I can put it, sir, ma'am. There's a, a door for you right there. And I see we are oblivious to the obvious. Again, I, I hear that word. We become oblivious. I see a generation and they're feeling around and they're trying to discern their way around and they're trying to get a word and they're hearing this young prophet online and they're hearing this other young minister online and they're offended and that other prophet's offended. So they're listening and they're eating up that word and they don't understand what is right in front of them. They're hearing all these other words and they may be great words. They may be revelatory, but they're not your door in the, in the Bible. You didn't have multiple rabbis. You had one rabbi. When you made Jesus, your rabbi, he was your rabbi. When you made John, your rabbi, John, the Baptist was your rabbi. And Jesus did receive transfers from John's ministry. You read this, but it was done orderly. John sent those, those disciples the Bible says from John's ministry to Jesus's ministry, but one at a time, all these voices, even though they're good, even though they're authentic are going to confuse you and dilute you and direct you the wrong places. I don't know why I'm talking, but this is the, this, this is what the, the spirit is saying. One voice, one sound, one opportunity to go where you're going. Imagine here is the Bible. You say, well, I can get there anyway and I can move anywhere I want. You, you can go to church wherever you want. You can worship wherever you want, but you can't get in the kingdom any way you want. There's a door you go through and that door is ordained of God. And when that door closes, you've missed the moment. Where is that in the Bible? Jesus said, oh, Jerusalem, Jesus is weeping over Jerusalem. He's saying, I want to gather you. I wanted to draw you, but you did not understand the 
hour of your visitation. Now not one stone will be left. You missed the moment. And if what I had for you is going to somebody else. How are you hearing me? You can go to any church you want to. People will receive you. You can go to any ministry, but the kingdom is different. The kingdom is a different kind of grace. I'm talking to somebody under the sound of my voice. I say the heir, as long as he is immature, lives like a slave. Are you living like a slave? Well, there are tribulations we go through. There are trials we go through. I understand that. But is your life a life of slave? I'm not talking about being a bondservant to Jesus. In this aspect, we're living like the world. We're walking like the world. And then we end up dying like the world. But the Bible says, but here is the scripture, verse 2. But as under tutors, instructors, and governors. The Holy Ghost is the teacher, number one. And the governor is an earthly office of a man or woman that you're under authority. And if you are not under the Holy Ghost, you will not be under your governor. You'll say, well, I don't like it here. I just feel called. To that. That's fine. That's fine. If God didn't call you. But I want to tell you the tutor is the key to you staying under the governor. The tutor is the Holy Ghost. He's the teacher. He's the instructor. But the governor is an earthly. Pilate was a governor. Pilate, Pontius Pilate and Herod were governors under the chief Caesar, which was Caesar. And they were governors. They were offices of authority. And there are, there are, there are kingdom ambassadors that God has assigned men and women to, and they have no clarity of it at all. And there we're trying to find our way and look for our way. God says, I've made one way go through the door. Jesus was that door. And then John becomes that door. And then Peter becomes that door. And I was sent and now I'm sending you. And if you receive me, you receive him that sent me. And if you receive me, you receive me. If you receive you, they receive me and they receive me. They receive him that sent me. This is the power of the spirit for you to walk into places. And the Bible says there's something called an appointed time. This is where you must, I must get to before we die. It's called the appointed time of the father. And it doesn't come to number one immaturity. And it doesn't come to men and women that are, un, are not under authority. As anointed as you are, you can speak mysteries. But if you're not under the right authority, the heavens will never really open. And will stay exactly where we are. Verse number three, the Bible says, even so, when we were children, we're under the bondage of the elements of this world. But when the fullness of times came, God sent forth his son made under the law to redeem them that were under law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we may receive the adoptions of sonship. Are you listening? So that we can become sons and daughters that, that walk in that authority. I'm going to pray for you. If you're listening to me under the sound of my voice, I declare this is Pentecost season and the wind of the Holy Ghost wants to show it to you. A man cannot tell. See, a man of God a woman of God should not announce himself. At times it can happen, but I'm very weary of people announcing who they are to you. I'm your father. I'm your this. I, I, I don't do that. Even when God tells me years in advance, it's not my job to tell people who I am to them. It's not your woman of God's job, man of God to tell you. It's your job to hear the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost tell you and stick with what he told you a year later, five years later, seven years. Well, but I'm hurt. I'm wounded. Doesn't matter. God said it. And that's the key to the next level. And when God says this thing, hold to it. The Bible says Elijah gave Elisha three opportunities in first Kings to leave him in, 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 in the book of Kings. And God's about to take him up and he says, stay here. I'm not staying where you go. I go. 
I'm not staying here where you go, I go. As the Lord God lives, where you go, I go. And the Bible says, Naomi and Ruth, the same thing. Naomi said, go ahead and leave. Go back to your mother's house. Go back to your father's house. My, my sons are dead. This beautiful woman, Naomi and Ruth, are, they're going through this generational curse where sons are dying. The husband dies. The sons die. And the mother says, go back to your father's house. I don't have nothing for you. One daughter leaves. One, she's a daughter-in-law. You listening? Okay, I'm headed home. They wanted to leave anyway. There wasn't nothing for her there anyway. But, but the Bible says that Ruth understood something. She said, as, as the, my soul lives, where you go, I go. Your people are my people, and, and your nation is my nation. And where you go, I'm going to go. I'm not leaving you, mother-in-law. There's something tied to my inheritance. And she followed her. She didn't go back home. And word got around of her commitment, of her faithfulness. And Boaz heard of this woman who was better. I said, better? I said better to her mother-in-law. You know how you don't like your in-laws? You don't like your own family. But the Bible says she was better to her mother-in-law than seven sons had been to her their mama. You know a mama, mama's boy loves their kids better than her. And this word got back to the ear of Boaz. And not only did she glean the field and get the, the hand loads. First, she got the corners of the field. They would harvest the field and they would leave the edges of the field for the poor. That was a part of the law. This is how business prospers. You don't take all the harvest. You leave the edges of the field. You give it to the poor. The tithing and beyond the tithe, the offering. You leave. You want to prosper. Boaz was a businessman and they would cut down the harvest, but they would leave the edges according to the law so the poor could glean they called gleaning from the field and the bible says that 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 ruth went to go glean the field get the edges of the field you want a prosper businessman leave something left over for the kingdom don't eat it all give it back to the lord partner with the poor partner with the orphan partner with the widow glean and they were widows and then the bible says he he looked at at this woman of god and said wait a minute some something, something's different about this woman he asked somebody about her they said this is this is ruth she's a, a, an integrous woman she doesn't leave her post she doesn't just get an emotion and and she can't be counted on this is a woman of integrity and character and he watched her said all right well i want you to leave a little bit leave some handfuls left over and leave the extras left over so she went from the 30-fold the edges to the handfuls and clumps but then after a while the, the word of God gone into Boaz and God set a stage and then he married her. Now she owned the whole field. Are you listening? God wants to give you the whole field. God's not trying to get from you. He's not trying to take away from you. Why, this isn't fair and I don't understand and I don't know why. It's taking so long and when is God going to promote me and when da, 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 and this is controlling and this is this and one word after another and you will stay where you are till you discern what God has for you. But I declare you are a Ruth. You are not Ruth's sister-in-law who went back home. And you want to know what happened to Ruth's sister-in-law? Nothing. Her name was never mentioned in the Bible again. She never made history with God. She may have went to heaven. We don't know. All we know is she forfeited her destiny. And you read the book of Esther. The Bible says Esther is now in the palace. She's now favored. She's now been given a, 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 a throne of authority. And the Bible says her uncle Mordecai comes and says, you need to go and talk to the king. She says, uh, I'm not sure. Let me pray on it. And Mordecai says, I'm about to rebuke you. Let me rebuke you. If you don't get up and do what you're supposed to, you will be destroyed. And your father's house will be destroyed. Make no mistake. And God will raise up another. Some deliverance will come from somewhere else. 
But who knows if you were called to the kingdom for such a time as this. And we quote that saying, when we call for a kingdom for such a time as this, isn't it beautiful? No, no, no. She's getting rebuked. She's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to possibly die. I'm safe here. That's a personal problem, Mordecai. I'm not really Jewish anymore anyway. Uh, I'm in the palace now. I'm safe. He goes, no, 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 no. If you run from this assignment, God will raise up someone else. But you and your father's house will be destroyed. And you'll miss the miracle. And God will raise up another. I heard the Lord say, this is the moment of the replacements. Don't you get replaced. Well, I've been here long. Being here is not enough. Well, don't, don't you get promoted past you the season of the replacements is now upon us well i've got seniority seniority ain't enough in the kingdom sir you better hunger and thirst you better press you better honor why to make your call and your election sure i hear it the season of the replacements god is raising up some because we've treated common what god says holy there's a door here there's an opportunity take it i don't know who this is for I'm telling you by the Holy Ghost, God is ready to release his grace. Let me pray for you. If you're listening to me, I declare you're not going to miss his moment. You're not going to stay in your wilderness. You're not going to wait 10, 20, 30 years and die. You will go into the land of milk and honey, but receive. Listen to me. Moses is not crazy. Whoever your Moses is, he's not. I've seen this, this cactus before. I've seen this bush before. I've seen this backside of the mountain before. I've seen this river before. I've seen it once. I've seen it twice. How many times do you think they walked in circles for 40 years? Time, more than 100, more than 1,000. And you're just walking in circles. Hey? Like, wait a minute. There's something wrong with Moses. Moses missed it. Moses lost hearing God. And he brought us out here to die. That's the natural mindset. I understand. I, understand. I do. I do. I get it naturally but listen to me son daughter of the kingdom the way up is down the way to gain it is to lose it the way to increase is to decrease the way to be first is to be last the way to get your vision your calling your ministry let it go plant it and don't do it with your lips do it from your heart time will tell let me pray for me heavenly father i pray over these sons and daughters right now I pray over the Ruths. I pray over the Deborahs. I pray over the Esthers and the Hadassahs. I pray over the men and women of valor and the, the, the sons and daughters of virtue. That they are heirs and they are inheritors and they will not miss their miracle. They will not miss their opportunity. That this Pentecost season, that even now as we, we cross over May into June, this is a June a June to remember, a June of significance that as May has concluded and June is beginning in the next day or two, that God, there would be a grace and a power and a provision even for those under the sound of this anointing connected to this ministry. Our ninth year is our birthing year. Our ninth year is the number something's going to come out. I encourage you, prepare your soul, prepare your mind, prepare your heart. God wants to bless you, but he cannot bless. He cannot bless what is treating it common. They say, this is Joseph's boy. This is Mary's son. And Jesus could do no mighty miracles because of unbelief, of familiarity. I know, I know, I know. Hear me by the spirit. But I pray that this birthing season, this year of birthing, this year of bringing forth, let them not miss their moment. Let them not miss their destiny. 
let what you've ordained for them come to pass for their children for their children's children give them an inheritance give them a legacy give them a succession that changes their generation i ask it in the mighty name of jesus and i declare that it is done and i declare that it is settled in jesus mighty name somebody say amen somebody say i receive that i can feel the power of god even on this broadcast some of you are seeing things you couldn't see before and i pray that god would you would share this i'm encouraging all of you that are a part of this rock international make sure you share this you tag the rest of the church the disciples the ministers you did, you tag the sons to hear this word the lord is passing by we've got to get in position to receive our promotion for it's coming and no man can stop it i'm praying for you thank you for joining us for this rock internationals uh for this rock internationals uh outreach ministry which is our freedom global prophetic podcast we're so grateful you joined us this week and i'm praying the fire of god would hit you i am on my way back i can't wait to see you in just a couple of days and to be with you for our first our first Sunday of the new season of June. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be an amazing weekend. I'm praying the grace of the Lord prophetic Sunday this uh, June. It's going to be an amazing the first June, uh, the first Sunday of June. The fire of God is going to be supernatural. That will be June 4th. Our first Sunday of June, be ready at 1130. It's going to be amazing. We've got a special guest coming tonight for our Wednesday encounter. It's going to be an amazing outpouring of the spirit. You'll see that tonight. I'll have the flyer up with our special guest coming for our second Wednesday. It's going to be an awesome time tonight at 630 is our prayer. Seven o'clock is our time of, of worship and the move of God. God bless you. Thank you for joining and watching the replay. All of our listeners, they may be listening from YouTube or Facebook, maybe watching or listening on our CPN Charisma Podcast Network. Please reshare the broadcast. For more information about the ministry, please go to thisrockinternational.org. Again, thisrockinternational.org. And there's some information there how to connect with the ministry. If you feel a need to give a seed of love, you can do that at thisrockinternational.org. For those watching online, there's a PayPal app. You can text to give at this rock at uh, text to the, the, the word one word this rock to the number 77977 or you can zell 951-235-3360. God bless you. We're praying for you that God's grace would abound, that his presence would be seen and that he would get glory in all that we do in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.